Welcome to the Great Old Ones Gaming Podcast. On this very special episode, we'll be concluding our live play of the Delta Green scenario, Night Force, starring Solar J as Agent Malakoff, Gio as Agent Santos, and Nate as Agent Robert Morgan. When we last left our agents, they were looking into the disappearance of Abigail Wright from her residence at the McAllister building. Having interviewed all of the tenants, it was clear that an unnatural force had taken hold on everyone within the building. The agents themselves were starting to suspect that they too were being corrupted, or at the very least manipulated, as strange events and even stranger behavior from the tenants was becoming increasingly bizarre. Having had just about enough of the madness, Agent Morgan ran up to the roof of the three-story building, only to discover a fourth floor in its place. Let's get back to our agents in this madness-inducing conclusion of Night Force. So, uh, what are the other two doing? Well, when we finished, we went to look for Robert. Um, well, you heard him going upstairs. Follow him, uh, try and catch up with him. All right, you guys uh, go upstairs, and you're you're shocked to see that there is uh, a smoking lounge where the roof should be, and there are people there, and there's, like, couches and cigars and well-dressed people and servants walking around like not servants but like you know servers walking around uh, serving drinks and odors uh all of you roll me a sanity roll oh who is adapted to helplessness me yes so i rolled a four and um that definitely passed okay four is good Ooh, I rolled a definitely didn't pass. What was the roll? A 77. I I, I got a 97. Uh, <laughs> <gasps> no. Crit fail. Fuck. Okay, so, um, so Dr. Markov, you're going to lose, um, roll a four-sided die. Okay. One. Okay, you're going to lose one sandy, but before you mark it, hold on. Um, and, um, Robert, so you're gonna lose the maximum because you were a crit fail. You're gonna lose four sanity. So, you guys have the option to project your sanity loss. This is just mind-blowing that there's this place that shouldn't exist. Because you, from the outside, saw there was only three floors. You were on the roof. You're on a fourth floor now. Mm. So, um, you can project your sanity loss onto a bond... And you can roll D four and lose that number from the bond and reduce your sanity loss by that number. But next time you communicate with that bond, it's gonna be kind of weird, you know, like oh I thought about you when I saw this and that's gonna affect our relationship. So it's up to you or you can just take the loss. I'll take the loss. I feel like this would remind Agent Morgan of his having a little too much to drink with his buddies from law school, so he's gonna take the hit onto his blind. Okay, so roll a d4. Uh, yeah, roll a four, of course. Four, okay, so you take take four willpower off. Willpower is something that you regain when you go to sleep, so that's regainable. So you lose four from your willpower, um, or uh, not willpower, what is it? Um, not pow, but your willpower points. So you're going to lose four willpower points. That puts you at three. If you're at two or lower, you're going to go unconscious. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Uh, and then you lose four from that bond, from whatever bond you want to project it onto. But you don't lose any sanity, so that's good. Yeah, that hurt. That sucked. It is what it is. 
that's what you get for having too much to drink during your time in law school. Oh, my phone. Hello, hello. 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 You can't. You can't hear. It just keeps cutting out. It was on the caller ID. Um, it was Marcus, but you can't on? really hear him. What in the world, man? Guys, my phone's not getting a reception yet. This is quite unsettling, but there has has to be a rational explanation for all of this. I've got a um, a satellite phone. If we can get to to the roof. But how do we get to the roof? If we. Oh. Okay. Let's try it. So there's people in the smoking lounge, and um, now you've kind of you guys have kind of taken it all in that this is happening. Um, and coming up from from up downstairs is um, Michelle and she's all dressed up in like a flappers 1920s flappers look and she's looks like she's ready to party uh, and she looks at you oh detectives or agents I see you're up here still doing your thing yeah oh, glad you could join us Michelle um, we were just uh coming to see uh, where Abigail was. Uh, yes, I understand that. Uh, I'm not here to join you. I'm just here for myself. If you don't mind. And then she kind of starts walking away, but then she stops, and then she looks at um, Robert and says, Would you stop that? It's quite annoying. You talking to me? Yeah. Would you stop that? Stop? Stop what? Whispering under your breath. I can hear you, you know. Stop it. I was... What the... What the... Oh, sorry. Won't, won't happen again, I guess. What the hell is going on in here? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take a quick look around and... Uh, is everyone else dressed in, like, flapper outfits? Like, they're straight out of, like, a Great Gatsby film? Uh, some people are. Not everybody. You know, there's guys dressed in... Suits. Some people are dressed in modern clothing? Yeah, yeah. Anyone else we recognize? No. No, there's a there's kind of a fat guy drinking uh, whiskey and smoking a cigar. He's sitting on one of the couches. Um, and then there's... Yeah, no one else that you recognize. Just... Uh, kind of other people. Mm, the fat guy with the cigar. There is a sheet of paper on the table. Yeah, there's there's a sheet of paper in front of the fat guy with the cigar, but he, he kind of looked at it and then, like, used his hand to kind of push it away for a second. He, like, read it briefly and then kind of nodded and just pushed it away and kept drinking his drink. So as I look around, I, I am assuming I see um, Malkoff and Santos. So they kind of get to grips with myself and what the hell how did where this are we doesn't add up at all did you have any luck with michelle well <laughs> yeah she it was a lot of strange things in her apartment man but uh, she mentioned the mark rock she she's mentioned she know him he hangs out in the lounge and he's fat and smoke a cigar so I think that fat guy. 
You said Mark Rourke? Uh, the guy looks. Yeah, the fat guy looks at you guys. When, he, when you say his name. I think that may be him. As if that wasn't obvious enough. Uh, can I <laughs> use my human intellect to kind of get a read on him, too? As he looks at us. What's your percentage? Uh, 80. Yeah, he's, uh, he's kind of sitting back. He looks pretty confident. Um, and he looks... He looks like he's just kind of taking the room in as he smokes his cigar and nurses his drink. Does he seem to be, like, a head honcho around here? Does that make sense? Like, does does he seem important? He's He certainly carries himself that way. He does... Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't... You can't tell of anyone kind of, like, kissing up to him other than the servers. But, um... He certainly feels... Looks like he feels he's important. That kind of... Give a give a nudge to Santos. I'm like, well, he certainly thinks a lot of himself. Hmm. But so she had some strange things in her apartment. Yeah, check out these books that we found. Uh, especially this one, the, the King in Yellow, the King in Yellow, the King in Yellow, the King in Yellow, Yellow that uh, we've been uh, hearing about. Uh, I open the book and I start reading it. You open the book, okay? Um. You start reading it. Roll me a, um, roll me a sanity check. Oh, oh, not good. <laughs> oh, I got a 94. So you start reading it, and it's, it's, at first it's kind of boring, uh, but then it starts captivating you, and you, you can't stop reading it. Um, take, take, uh, roll a d4. Three. Lose three sanity unless you want to project it onto someone. If you project it to someone, uh, and you roll, actually even a one will take you to two willpower. You will pass out. So keep that in mind. Yeah, we're gonna just take the hit. So I'll take the three sanity. Okay. So you take three sanity, and uh, you can't stop. You guys notice he's like obsessively like starting to bubble at the mouth, and he's his smiles from ear to ear as he's reading, and he's like. Incredible, incredible. I'm gonna try and try and pull the book away from him. I hold tight. The fuck you doing? I was reading that. Just, just close the book, Robert. I try and use my persuasion on him. Can I just persuade him, or do I need to roll? Um, you can just persuade him. He'll need to make another sanity roll. But uh, if you're trying to shake him out of it. I'll give him a twenty percent bonus to that roll. Okay. So increase your sanity for the roll by twenty percent. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that is still equally not good. I got an eighty-one. So he's he's not snapping out of it. He is. Uh, he wants to continue reading. Um. Can, can I uh, throw some... Is, is there some drinks that I could throw in his face or something? <laughs> yeah, there's drinks all around. You um, can try that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that, yeah. Okay, roll roll again um, with plus 20%. If you fail, you will take some more sanity On top damage. of the first 20 or just... Yeah, so whatever your sc- your score is, what, 35? 32 now. Oh, no, it's 32 yeah. now, right? So I, okay. you need to roll 52 or lower. Oh, dear. Oh my god, I rolled a 53. Okay, at least it wasn't a 55. Um, so, take one more sanity loss. 
How much sanity have you lost so far? Uh, four now. Okay. Uh, and your breaking point is 28, right? Yes. Okay, so you're still good. You do not want to let go of this. You throw a drink on him, he's not letting go. He's getting more frantic. And he's just babbling on about just Carcosa, and it's the greatest place, and the art is just fantastic. You're an artist. You're an artist. Doctor, you would know. Uh, 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 Santos, you would know that the artist, you have no idea. It's going to blow your mind. It's going to change you. It's going to change the world. Let, uh, well, uh, let me read it uh, then, uh, Robert. Uh, pass the book to me and I'll, I'll read it to you. But I'm, I don't plan to do the same. You do not let him read it. In fact, you turn around and, and just look at him and tell him that he doesn't even come close to squatting as much as the king in yellow can squat. Look at you, you scrawny-ass little motherfucker. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Do I make another sanity roll? Oh, or? my God. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make another one. Plus 20%. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 74. Take another da uh, sanity oh my God. damage. And uh, you're now actively trying to move away from him because he keeps trying to take the book from you. <laughs> Fuck all this. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so while this is going on, I'm gonna approach. I'm gonna approach Rourke. What's going on with your friend over there? Okay. Oh, you know he's an actor. He's practicing for his role. So, uh, hi, how you doing, man? I'm Santos. I'm always good, you see. Well, nice to meet you, Santos. Uh, what are you up to over here? Oh, what's your name, man? I'm Mark. Mark Rourke. Yeah, I noticed you. Nice you look you. like you own the place. Yeah, I don't own anything, but I don't answer to anyone. That's just how Mark Rourke rolls. Oh. Yeah, I say. Good, good, good. Mm. I see. Well, He's got a wig, and it's it's like red hair, and it's comically bad. It's a really bad wig. <laughs> I mean, it looks... Literally, okay. it has the grace of a dead animal. Hey, Mr. Mark, um, are you Mark Rourke? Is that you? Yeah, I said that's my name. Don't wear it out. Haha. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Made that okay. up myself, you see. <laughs> <laughs> it's my name. Oh, Don't wear it out. You know, you know how that goes, yeah, sure. <laughs> I get it. I get it. So, uh, that I somebody told me about you. You know, somebody told me that you know this girl Abigail. Oh. Do you know her? You talk. You're talking about Gail. Yeah. Yeah, I know about Gail. Yeah. Yeah, she's a sweet kid. When you seen her? When you seen her last? Yeah, I saw, yeah, she, saw her, uh, I don't know, a month or two ago. She she moved in upstairs, she, with a creep of a salesman on the sixth floor. Yeah, this hotel, you know, it's run by, uh... Oh, on the sixth floor. Run by, uh, Mr. Castain. Mr. Castain knows where to put him, yeah. Mm, I see. So I, I'm holding holding this book for dear life at this point with booze all over my face and jacket. Christian is trying to get this book off of me. I think I'm physically wrestling, you know. And meanwhile, Adolfo uh, Santos doesn't seem to care. He's just talking to Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> well, Too because the, doc the good doctor seems to have it all under control. <laughs> Yeah, sure he does. You call this control. He's smacking him. He's trying to pull it. He's throwing drinks on him. Nothing's working. 
Um, okay, so let's so let's continue with that with the uh, king in yellow, and then we'll go back to work. So, king in yellow, uh, you're still trying to wrestle that from him. Now you are actively. Um, Robert is is actively moving away from you to try and get you to stop trying to take the book away. So actions in combat, you can try and grapple, you can try and shove, or you can try and wrestle that from him and an opposed check. I'm not I'm not the most physical, but I shall try and uh, grapple him. So what you'll do is an unarmed combat check, opposed. So both of you roll. And whoever gets the best roll. So if you roll a decimal with a one after it, that's a critical success. Uh, if it's a successful roll, that is. If you roll doubles, then that's a critical failure if it's a failed roll. So those automatically fail or right. win. So I roll. That's 51. That's a fail. My unarmed is 40. Yeah, so you're you're able to pull it right out of uh, the doctor's hands, and now you're moving away, reading your book, and it is so captivating. I I continue to mindlessly and gleefully flip through page after page. Said it just. I I'm, I'm gonna open up the um the other book that I've got, uh, and I'm gonna open up and put it in front of the words of the other book. Okay, but first, uh, roll me a sanity check, uh, Robert. Oh, God. Agent Morgan. Not more sanity checks. Yeah, because you keep reading the book. Uh, yes, I rolled a two. Hey, you succeed. Okay, so you succeed, uh, and you come to your senses for a moment uh, as you, like, stop to just think uh, about life and reality. And as you do that... Uh, Dr. Markov uh, shoves something in the way so you stop reading it. While he's paused I am snatch the book off him and close it. Hey, what? I was... Okay, you, you're able to take the book unless you're going to resist. You don't have to resist because you're, you're logical right now. I'm just in a daze so I would just... Yeah, it would just happen. What on earth happened, Robert? Huh? Happened? You still, you still feel like you learned quite a bit from that play. Like it was the greatest thing Man, ever. Man, I'm telling you, you gotta read that. That's amazing. It will shatter your brain, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> I think that's more than it's, evident, it's like, Robert. Now, don't it's like ever when do you that get again. That flow, you know, after you start running a 5K. You know what I'm talking about? You start running a 5K, you get in that flow state. You could keep going for at least another 5K. It's it's like that, but with everything. I'm telling you, open that book and read it. I'm telling you. I don't normally drink, but I'm going to get myself a drink. <laughs> that flow on the 5K. Just a server walks by and hands you a Manhattan. Marvelous. So, uh, Agent Santos, you are, uh, you, you remember you saw on the table, on the cocktail table, there's a piece of paper with typewritten words on it and that, uh, 
that this dude Rourke was reading. Uh, so he continues to talk to you. Yeah, Ashley, so Mr. Castane uh, runs the hotel and he got uh, he got Gail upstairs. We got her room up there. And you say you did not see her for a month? I haven't seen her a couple of months, Shay, but you know, people move, they come and go and they move around, but I'm pretty sure she's still up there. Mm, I see. Okay. Uh, okay, well, thank you so much for your time. And I'm going to shake his hand and with my other hand while he's distracted I'm going to try to reach for that piece of paper Romy Stealth, yeah either Stealth or, or Dexterity times 5, whichever is better my Dexterity times 5 is definitely better, it's 60 alright, so here we go alright, here we go uh, 22, man what is with these double numbers these die are magical Okay, so you're able to take the paper. And as you're taking the paper, you notice these guys, uh, the doctor and <laughs> Robert Morgan, uh, kind of just uh, have been trying to wrestle a book from each other, and, and now they're just about done. All right, I'm going to walk over to them and see if we can read what's on this paper, and I'm going to tell them that that's, uh, that's this guy, Mark Work. Are you are you reading it out loud? What what? How are you doing this? No, I'm gonna read it in silence and then pass it along so nobody hears overhears it. Pass it over to them as I finish. Oh, I'll read it. Yeah, I'll read it too. Um, it looks like a play, like a typewritten. You know how plays are written with capital letters with the characters. It says, uh, "Morgan, Morgan begins to read the book. The doctor tries to wrestle the book from his hand. Leave me the fuck alone, Morgan." Meanwhile, Santos speaks with Rourke, questioning him about the building. What the hell? I knew it was this play. This, this is all an elaborate hoax. Isn't it captivating? It's so captivating. I'm telling you, it's mind-shattering. <laughs> mind-shattering. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Right, I'm going to see if my phone works. Or if it's still not working, I'm gonna try to call Marcus. Yeah, call call Marcus. We tell him we have a edition of the King in Yellow that we can research. Marcus, is that you? Is, is that you, Marcus? Is that you? I want to talk to you, Marcus. Marcus, this is. Oh. And then it hangs up. Oh my goodness. Well, when he picked up, I think he thought it was his girlfriend, man. What, what happened? <laughs> he was breathing heavy and making, you know, love sound. Perhaps you just called at a bad time? Yeah, well, maybe I did. Maybe he butted down me. That doesn't sound good. Strange. I, I suggest we find Abigail and get the heck out of here. Yes, let's, let's find her and get out. Let's get this over with. Vase, is there any... Um... Where are you guys headed? Is there is there more stairs up? Yeah, it continues to go. Okay. Up. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go up to the sixth floor. You start going up to the sixth floor. Um, what about the rest of you? Uh, yeah, we'll go with them. Can I see that book again? No. As you're heading up to the sixth floor, there are, you notice there's black and white portraits on the walls on the stairway going up. They're kind of black and white photographs of just groups of people partying, kind of staring into the camera, blank faces. Some are like holding like champagne bottles and stuff. And one is holding a champagne bottle and it 
it looks an awful lot like uh, the good Dr. Markov. Um, why are you up on the wall? Um, your answer is as good as mine. Well, shit. Do you see that, Santos? He's up there on the wall, right now. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I... I Do I recognize when it was... Is it, It's a portrait, not a photo. Um, no, no, they're black and white photographs. Do I, re do I remember a time when I was standing with some champagne? No, no, and, um... The bot. If you look closely, the bottles are uh, labeled um, 1929, and everybody's dressed like they're from the 20s, including the guy that looks like you. That's not me, uh, gentlemen. Agent Morgan, I have it figured out. Thomas Manuel said that it was gonna blow up our minds. And then here we have Dr. Molotov cocktail standing in with as a culprit, as the accomplice. Malakov cocktail. And he, I think, is the one that's going to blow up our mind. He is the one behind. He's the king in yellow. That's what I'm saying. He's up on the wall. That's fucked up, man. Why is he here? Mystery has been solved. We need to we need to call Marcus and let him know. So as you guys are as you guys are discussing the portrait, you hear a scream coming from up the stairway. Yeah, I'll follow him. Me too. Uh, I run towards the direction of the sound, pistol in hand. Okay. Um, so you see Manuel coming up, saying all sorts of shit uh, and then he starts screaming come on Karen Roger you fuck giving those people the shit what the fuck and he's like holding uh, a um, meat cleaver in his hand and he's looking around you guys see him you're at the top of the stairway you see him he's at the the level where the lounge is and he's looking around holding this meat cleaver and you don't hear any screams you don't hear anyone kind of scrambling or anything but you know there were a lot of people in the lounge he stops and looks at you and then looks forward there you are you fuck and he goes he goes running forward past where you can see Robert uh, you you handle this one uh, I think we should try and find Abigail you don't gotta tell me twice put the knife down I hold my gun up Alright, you see him running with the meat cleaver. Roger Karen uh, standing there turns around and sees Thomas Manuel, who's got a meat cleaver running right at him, about to swing it. I run down the stairs and follow him, hoping to get a good shot. Uh, I'm assuming that with my um, with my high human's intellect that I can quickly discern that he's with malicious intent and that he's not just like crazy. He is most definitely out to kill him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I aim and fire. Okay, uh, what's your dexterity? Uh, my dex is 11. Okay, so initiative is based on the dexterity score. Um, Thomas Manuel's dexterity is... 13. So he gets to swing first. Oh my god. Oh man, I literally just rolled a 1. That's a critical success. He goes running with the um, 
with the cooking knife thing and in one swing nearly chops Karen's head off like it's dangling by a, a strand of flesh. What the fuck? You fuck in one swing. That's a critical hit. And then he just keeps hacking. You fuck. You fucking fuck. Fuck you. You fuck. Are you still going to shoot him? Oh, hell yeah. Blood is like... Blood is swinging everywhere. There is... Oh, are you um, adapted to violence? Oh, no, I am not. Roll me a sanity check. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I got a six, thankfully. Okay, you succeed. Uh, take one sanity. You're going... You mark off the check mark under violence. Have you hit your breaking point yet? Uh, I'm one point away from hitting my breaking point. Okay. So you're good. But mark one check mark off, off uh, violence. And uh, now you can go ahead. And, and you see blood flying everywhere. It's spattering on the walls. And like droplets are landing in people's drinks. Like the guy that was that um, um, Santos was talking to, Rourke. He's sitting there drinking. And like a big droplet of blood just lands in his drink. And he just keeps drinking it like nothing. Um so, yeah, go ahead. Uh, if you're shooting, go ahead and roll your firearms. Oh, gross. I rolled a 92. Oh, at least it wasn't a crit fail. So, you shoot the ceiling, and uh, you completely miss. And then you just see uh, Thomas Manuel going, You fuck, you fuck, you fuck, as he's hacking. And with the shot, he looks back at you, and he goes, Oh, fuck this, you fuck. He comes running at you with the meat cleaver, and he swings. You're lucky. He misses as you're able to move out of the way, and he swings with the meat cleaver. This guy's out to kill you. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, I'm going to shoot him again. All right. So we pass with a 38 out of 50. Okay. You put your 38 in his face. <laughs> uh, how much damage? What's your damage roll? I rolled a six. You shoot him in the shoulder. Oh, what the fuck? You fucking shot me. Yeah, get the fuck out of my way. So you shoot him in the arm. His arm is dangling like it's like limp, like he can't move it. Uh, you seem to have hit a, a, a very important nerve there, but he still tries to swing at you. Oh, yes. Oh, you're so lucky. All right. Uh, he, he hacks you with the... Uh, meat cleaver and you put your arm in the way as a defensive you know reaction and he hacks between your middle finger and your ring finger and cuts your hand open there uh -huh. um, and you take you take two damage uh, oh. your turn what are you doing oh that fucking hurt was that my left or my right arm I'm assuming my uh, whatever arm you're not shooting okay, with so my right hand now yeah, we're just gonna punch him and try to get the meat cleaver out of his hand. Alright, so unarmed. 40. Uh, gross, and I rolled another 94, so. Oh, God. So you try to wrestle the meat cleaver out of his hand, and you're not able to. And he just wrestles it and, and overpowers it, and he goes for your back. Um, and he goes, You cunt fuck! Fuck you! <laughs> Okay, you're lucky. He swings and you're able to dodge. You squat. All the squats that you've been doing finally have paid off. 
and you squat out of the way and they're able to dodge it. Your move. Uh, well, with my firearm still in my other arm, I look at him from up on the floor and say, My body is my temple, bitch. And I aim and I shoot. <laughs> yes, and I rolled a one. Alright, roll your damage. Wow, that's crit, so you do maximum damage. You do maximum damage, so ten damage. Um, so you're on the ground, you aim up, and you shoot him right between his neck and his chin. That soft spot right there. And you just see his brains spattered all over the ceiling of the place. Oh god, that was fucking glorious. <laughs> uh, roll me a sanity check. No! Roll oh, me a sanity check. Yeah. Bye bye. This might be it. As, right a, here. as I blow someone's brains out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that's bad. What'd you roll? Oh, that's real bad. I rolled a 91. Okay, so roll D6. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that'll... No, no, no. Oh, I rolled a four. All right, so you lose four sanity. Um, in this case, that passes your breaking point. So uh, sure lose does. four sanity. Yeah. What's your new sanity score? 25. All right, so your breaking point is uh, seven minus that. Or no, yeah, seven minus that because that's your, your willpower score. So... Your new uh, breaking point is 17. Um, and you gain... So you go temporarily insane. Uh, once you shoot him in the brain, fuck! And you you just go crazy because he cut your hand almost in half. And you're scared he was going to kill you. And you just keep shooting now. Just You just non-stop keep shooting the, the body. You empty your clip on him. And you're looking around, and make me a sanity check to see if you shoot anybody else. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is not going to end well. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, I rolled a 12. Yes, I don't shoot anyone else, thankfully. Okay, now that he's dead, you're just breathing hard, and you're kind of calming down. You're like... <sighs> <sighs> Fuck. Okay, and you guys are just watching this. Uh... <laughs> with popcorn, yeah. In complete disbelief. So, all of you, uh, both of you, make me a sandwich. Are you? Are either uh, of you adapted to violence? No. Nope. Uh, no. All right, roll me a sanity check. Thirty-five. I pass. Twenty-four. Okay, good. Yeah, you guys are like, oh god, there's Robert. <laughs> Being Robert. At it again. <laughs> <laughs> And dangling in half. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Any of you have first aid? Do you want to like try and yeah. help him out or uh, I have yes. Yeah. I have a thirty on first aid. Oh, he's bandaged my hand. Holy shit. If you crit fail, you're gonna hurt and him. I have a thirty on pharmacy, but I guess that won't work. Oh man, okay, here we go. You better not fuck this up, Santos. Ninety four, okay. Failed, <laughs> but at least it wasn't it a crit fail. fail, so at least he doesn't injure you. Yeah. Alright, he can't bandage you up. Uh, How did... Yeah, so you're still bleeding. Uh, he's able to, like, wrap it, but it, you're still kind of bleeding. Um, God, what are you, fucking stupid? Can I attempt to first aid myself? Yes. 20%. Alright, 20%. Let's do this. Just think about your own sanity if you fail. Uh, <laughs> oh, I rolled an 87. That's not Yep, good. this, this injury uh, looks... Trying to bandage it up myself. 
It looks like God, a hospital wound. Stop bleeding. Yep. It's not something you're going to be able to patch up right now, it looks like. What on earth happened? I got f- fucking sliced in half. What do you mean, what happened? <laughs> Did you not see yeah, the guy slice the dude's head off with a fucking meat cleaver? Jesus. Holy shit. Uh, I don't... I don't hold that much hope for whatever's happened to Abigail. No, I, I, no. But we gotta at least investigate, and or get the fuck out of here or something. Um. So as you guys are talking, on the next floor up, on the fifth floor, uh, you see someone walking by very quickly with a pinstripe suit and uh, two-tone shoes. One tone being white. Stop that man. Uh, I get the fuck up and I run. And while we're running, I'd like to reload my pistol. With one hand? How are you gonna do that? I just drop the clip and then just smack the other one into it. Yeah, he he actually uh, puts a clip kind of halfway in and then flexes its bicep, which pushes the rest of it in. Um. (laughs) Yeah. I just, like, you know, keep the gun against my shoulder, essentially, and just, like, force it. So, um... So you're up on the fifth floor trying to chase this guy down. He runs into uh, a room, uh, and uh, it looks like it's uh, E20. E20. Whatever. Go in the door. The door's not locked. Yeah, I open it. I go in. I follow him. All right, so you guys go in. There's no sign of a guy in a pinstripe suit. In fact, it's just a room, a very tiny room, like a bedroom. There's a bed, a very small bed. And there's an elderly man sleeping. And he turns around when you guys walk in. It seems to have woken him up. And he looks at you guys. And as he opens his mouth, you guys are shocked. Everybody roll me a sanity check. Sorry, guys. <laughs> he has eldritch Is breath. breath that bad? Oh, my God. No, you're here. Oh, my Lord. Oh, I got a okay, 20. I got, an 80 I got 93. Roll D4. Uh, I got one. Oh my god. Okay, I got a four. Right, so you can use your projection to your bonds if you want. No, I can take it. No, I don't. I can take it. So my sanity drops. So you guys, as he turns around, he looks at you and his eyes widen and he looks almost happy to see you. And you hear coming out of his mouth the voice of a four-year-old child. Mommy, are we are we going to Chuck E. Cheese now? No, no Chuck E. Cheese. I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. No, we're just, we're gonna have a nap I, now. I wanna go to Chuck E. Cheese. Sorry, no nap time. Did you see the gray man? The man, there's no man. And um, what's your name, boy? Uh, Bobby? Bobby. And where are your parents, Bobby? Uh, uh, where's, where's mommy? Okay, Bobby. Well, mommy, are, are we gonna Chuck E. Cheese? And he's looking around, um, he doesn't see his mom. Uh, 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 stranger danger, stranger danger, stranger danger, stranger danger. And, like, his, his hip makes a popping sound. Ah! A stranger danger. And he, like, grabs at his hip. Clearly he's got some kind of joint problems. Oh, my God. he's old. <laughs> I, I think I'll back out of the room slowly. I think it's time to shoot everybody. My goodness. It's okay. All slowly back out of the room. Yes. Are there any other doorways that we can see in this hallway? Yeah, there's there's four bedrooms in in uh, the fifth floor. Which room was Abigail meant to be in? Six, six floor. Let's go find her 
and and maybe the cable guy if we're lucky. <laughs> Funny you say that. As you run up to the sixth floor, um, there's a guy in a uniform of cable company that runs right into you guys as you're coming up the, the stairs, and he freaks out and he goes, "What the fuck? Don't hurt me! Don't hurt me!" Hey, whoa, 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 David! Man, we ain't gonna hurt you. David, it's David, it's okay. I try and calm him down. No, no, I gotta get out of here. We've we've been, we've come to David, look for you. Yeah. Um, you you, what what happened it's to me. you? It's me. It's me. I'm David. This place is fucking crazy. I don't know what happened. I, w I was fixing the cable. I heard a sound of a dog. I came up. And, and I I can't get out. There's no way out of this place. There's no way out of this fucking place. Stay with us, David. We we've got one more person to find, and then we're getting there hell out of here. No, we we don't have time. We gotta get the fuck out of here. David, 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 have you seen Abigail? I don't know who Abigail is. We gotta get the fuck out of here. David, you gotta stay with us. We protect you. We're the FBI, man. We protect you. Plus, if we separate he you... He takes off running downstairs. Oh my goodness. As you're saying that. He takes off running downstairs. Okay, well, he's dead. Let's go. Let's go find Abigail. We'll, 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 sold, well, unless one of us wants to chase him down. No. Abigail. Someone chasing him down? No, I want to find Abigail and get my hands stitched up, thanks. No, I, I think I say we leave We're him. Somehow, on a sixth floor of a third floor building, I don't even know what's going on. Let's, let's yeah. just go. Let's, let's go higher into this building. Yeah. Alright, he goes running down. You guys, uh, you go up to the sixth floor, uh, and right in the hallway is a huge gray dog. And it's just standing there, kind of staring. I say, at hello, you must be the dog. It starts to walk up to you slowly, and then it just kind of rubs its head on you. Can we sense any hostility? No, it's not growling, it's not. Its hairs aren't standing up, it's just walking up to you curiously, and it starts rubbing its head on you. Does it have a lead or anything? No, it's got no leash, right. no lead, nothing. Is there a, a room nearby? That we You're could? on the sixth floor, there are four rooms. Uh, and you hear sounds of an argument, man and a woman, coming from F20. Yeah, let's go there. I remember 1309 F20. Let's go. Let's, let's do it, man. I walk up to the door, and I knock. And you hear a man and a woman arguing. They're not acknowledging the knock. I turn over to... Uh, Dr. Malakov and Santos, and I think, I don't think this is where Abigail is. Let's try one of the other doors. But this guy is dead already. We saw him get his head chopped off. No, that was, that was Roger. Yeah, Karen. He's, this guy, Thomas is screaming at Karen again. They're back to life. I'm telling you, man, something very fishy going on here. We so as you say the word fishy, uh, um, you guys hear a clank, and there's like a carving, a metallic-looking, not a carving, but I guess a casting of a of like a goldfish. It's like flawless and very detailed that just falls in front of you. It's tiny. It's maybe the size of, um, oh, I don't know, the size of a finger. So I say, this is a load of bull. And nothing happens. No. <laughs> I'm going to go over to one of the other doors and knock. Which room number? Um, the one right next to the other door that I was just knocking on, on F20. So, F10. 
Yeah. Um, no one's picking up the goldfish? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I pick it up. It's very nice. It's a very, very nice, high quality. Oh. Okay. Um, so you knock on the door. There's no, there's no answer. Okay. I'm going to knock on uh, F30 and F40, too. You just hear like all sorts of like talking on on uh, F forty. Nothing else. Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna open the door to F forty. Um, it's open. Um, and there's, it's it's an empty room except for a very intricately carved statue of like an angel. And that's where you heard the voice. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. But there's no one in there. All right, guys, this is fucking weird. Either I'm going crazy or um, hold on. So roll me um luck, um Robert. Roll me uh, a hundred sided die. Luck is fifty or below is good. Fifty one or above is bad. I rolled a seventy seven. Okay, so when you walk in the room, you see the statue of the angel. You guys see that? Um, the door closes behind you, and when you open it back up to let everybody in, um. You open the door up and it leads to another room, not the hallway. You guys try to open the door to the room, and when you pop it open, it's a it's an empty room. Robert, it's not there. I told you that other guy should have stayed with us, because this is what's gonna happen. He's gonna disappear too. Let's let's try the next door down. So the door's unlocked and there is um. It's it's an empty room with a couch, and there's a painting, a very intricate painting of a man, and it looks like it's from the 1800s on one wall, and on the other wall there's a painting of a woman, but there's nobody in there. And they were screaming up until the moment you open the door. Do we recognize the people? No, you don't recognize who they are. So is the door open at the moment? The door's open at the moment, yeah. So if we close the door when we're inside? You're doing that? You're closing yeah. the door when yeah. you're inside? Yeah. You close the door. Uh, roll me a um, sanity check, both of you. Okay. Twenty-five. Uh, yes. Pass. Pass. Fifty-five. You both pass. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, you close the door. Nothing happens. Okay. Um, um, open the door again. And it's the hallway. Okay. We'll try the next room. Uh, door's locked. That's <laughs> Robert when you need him. Right. <laughs> Just shoot the lock. Well, we knock. You knock, the door unlocks, and the door starts to swing open. But there's no one there. And you open into a normal apartment uh, room. Uh, there's no no one there. No signs of anyone being in there. Uh, is there any... No sign... No, it's a normal apartment room. Is it lived in? Is it furniture? Is there furniture? Oh, it's... It looks like it's lived in. Uh, there's uh, there's a couch, there's a kitchen, and there's dishes in the in the sink. Uh, yeah, definitely lived Any in. Any photo, like family photos or? No family photos. There's um, there's just uh, shelves and shelves of encyclopedias. I checked the closet. Okay, roll me a luck check. Okay, I got twenty one. Okay, um, so. Santos, uh, you see the good doctor go into the closet and he disappears. And uh, Dr. Markov, you walk into the closet and it starts to smell like roses. 
and butter. Oh. And, <laughs> and you step out of the closet, and you are in Abigail's room. Uh. You're in the same room where you were before with all the notes and letters on the second floor, on the first floor. Um, Santos, you are by yourself now in this room. And he's gone. Roll me a sanity check. Uh, yeah, this is just like what happened to my son. When he was flying his airplane, he disappeared right in front of me. 96. Oh my god, I failed. So, let's go to the doctor first. Markov, your phone is ringing off the hook. You have, like, dozens of voicemails and missed calls from, from uh, Marcus. I'll, I'll answer, the, uh, answer the call straight away. Hello, it's Dr. Markov. Hey! What the heck is going on down there? I've been trying to get a hold of you guys for for the fucking last four hours. Marcus, you will not believe the mad stuff that's happening. Uh, there's several floors extra to this building. That I don't know what's happening. Se what are you... The several floors? You got, can we address the fact that you guys have been gone for a week? A, a week? No contact for a week. We, yeah, a fucking week. What have you been doing? Oh, I, I don't know where to start, but um, Roberts blew the brains out of Thomas. Uh, Thomas has hacked apart um, one of the other tenants. Uh, this is absolute madness. I, and I've just walked through a closet uh, and this 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 building you need to get this place shut down all right listen we need to clean we need to clean the place and you're right shut it down clean it up i'll get you the supplies do it tonight oh. uh, i also have this book oh a book what book is it i've got the king in yellow and it did not do good things to robert you have the king in yellow I have a book called The King in Yellow that Robert tried to read. I mean, it's going to take me oh, at least four hours to get, describe what's happened here. Listen to me, doctor. Get out of there. Get out of there right now. We need to drive a truck in there and blow the fucker up. But what about the other agents? What about Robert and Santos? They're probably gone. Just blow the fucker up. I've got the truck ready. It's on the way to you. Get out of there. I'm, I'm sure I could... I... I I, I, I think I can get them back out. You can be lost too, man. Don't risk it. You know how it goes. This is just part of the program. Um, roll me a sanity check. Yeah, another one coming up. Uh, 18. Santos. So he's gone. Um, he disappeared in the closet. What are you doing? I'm going to walk towards the closet. You walk to, towards the closet, and it's just a normal closet. Oh, what in the world? I'm going back out to the hallway. All right. You try to go back to the hallway. Uh, you open the door, and it doesn't take you into the hallway. It takes you into another room. And you're standing next to Robert. A door opens in front of you, and there is Santos. What the, f Where the fuck did you come from? I don't know, man. The doctor just disappeared. He went into a closet and disappeared. You guys are in front of another doorway. I uh, open it. So you try to open it, and it won't budge at first, and you try a little bit harder, 
and as you're looking, you're both looking around, and there is no doorway. It's just a, or there's no, there's no wall. There's just a, a door frame, and a door. And as you look around you, you're on an empty space, like a, like a stage, and, and just a single door frame and a door, kind of like a stage setting for a door. And you hear clapping and cheering all around you, and you don't know where it's coming from. And you look to your left, and you can finally kind of make it out. There's like lights shining on you, and you look, and there's a there's an audience. Looks like you're on a stage, and they're clapping, and you're looking, but you you can't see any of their faces. What? I knew it. I knew we were in a play, man. Um, you both look all around. You look down to the floor, and as you look up. You're now in the audience. You're not on the stage. You see yourselves or people that are playing you on the stage, but you're part of the audience and you're clapping. You can't even help it. You're clapping. We sure did a good job at the thing we did. What is happening? You guys look at each other. You look around and everyone around you is a marionette. You look at each other and it's you. It's certainly shaped like your face but you're made of wood and you're marionettes or at least the other person is and you keep clapping you're compelled to clap and as soon as you notice that you're marionettes you, you're compelled to stand up and give a standing ovation and you're looking ahead clapping and you look at each other Robert you look uh, <laughs> you look at Santos and you say it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And you both smile ear to ear as you keep clapping. <laughs> All right, uh, Doctor. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, what are we doing? Well, I try and go back to the closet. Um, Despite Marcus's warning, I try um, see if I can get back to to rescue the others. It's just a closet with lots of pieces of paper glued to the walls. Oh my god! Um, so, it, did Marcus say that the backup was on the way? Or well, he wanted to blow the building, didn't he? Uh huh. He sure did. I'm gonna run out of Abigail's room and uh, I, I don't know where to go. I could run back upstairs, but it just... <laughs> I could run out. <laughs> I'm going to try... Uh, some, I'm going to go into Thomas's room. On, uh, next door. Okay, the door was broken in, so you, you walk right in. Uh, the room's empty. I mean, th there's no... Thomas isn't there. The room's not empty. The room... The... Thomas is not there. No. Um, I try his closet. Um, nothing, nothing happens when you try to go in his closet. Uh, I'm gonna uh, run back uh, up to the um, the third floor and go up to the fourth, if it's still there. Uh, yep, there's the smoking lounge. Everyone's having a good time. And the corpse is still on the floor. Corpse is right on the floor, and uh, blood is everywhere. People have blood on their faces and their drinks and their odors. <laughs> I go back down the stairs. You're on the third floor. And uh, Lewis Post is uh, meets you in the hallway and goes, Hey, where are you going? Aren't you going to the party? He's got a, 
a binder with him. Uh, hello, Lewis. Um, you met my colleague Santos earlier. You haven't seen my colleagues anywhere, have you? No, I don't know who that who that is. Uh, but I figured you were new here. Uh, who? No. Never met such a... I haven't talked to anyone today. I've been busy working on my latest masterpiece, and it's done! It's done! His hands are full of paint, and he's got the book in his arms, and he's like, check this out! And he hands it to you. Uh, um, can you tell me what it is? I don't look at it straight away. It's my latest masterwork. Um, what 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 party were you talking about? I stall a bit. Upstairs! We're throwing another party. It's, um, it's, uh, Karen's going away party. I don't think that's the sort of party that you're thinking it might be, uh, Mr. Post. Um, let's have a look at this work. So I'll have a look at the work that he's, he's handed me. Yeah, um, I, I figure I can network at the party and show people my latest work and, uh, get new clients, you know? It's horrifying. It's a nightmare mishmash of horrible imagery. Drowned babies with bloated, waterlogged bodies, clawed hands plunging into basins, tangled umbilical cords wrapped around babies' necks. I mean, it's horrific. It's just non-stop imagery like this. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? It's fantastic. I think, I think, Mr. Post, I think you need to come with me. What? No, I gotta go network. I, I, yeah, I'd like you to meet uh, some of my uh, colleagues to uh, to um, to show this to. Oh, the Santos guy is he like an agent or something? Yes, I think he might have introduced himself that way. Um, yeah, if you just follow me. Well, all right. I, I, I yeah, I, w- I want to get my 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 work, you know, all over all over the world. It deserves to be seen. So uh, I'm I'm gonna usher him out the building. So you, you and him step out, and he's like, where's this guy? You hear, you see a big truck backing up into the, a big delivery truck backing up into the building. <laughs> I'm getting out, I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of that, uh, the building, um, and I'm ushering, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Post with me. I don't know where you're taking me, man, but, uh. All right, I'll, we'll check it out. So, you are you talking to the driver of the of the truck, or? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, gonna just just check what's happening with the uh, delivery driver. So he uh he gets he gets out of the truck, closes the door behind him, and he looks at you and he he gives a thumbs up. Um, I say, how much time do we have? Um, I thought you wanted it done asap. But there's agents still inside. Listen, man. I was just told to bring this over here. Oh, God. Um, right, um, what's it, do do I need to activate it, or is it just going to do it itself, or what? He's going to activate it, you just got to give him the go-ahead. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, um... Right, I tell him uh, look after this. Um, I, I give him I give him the um, the king in yellow and the other book and tell him to look after Mr. Post and I give him Mr. Post's artwork and then I say give me give me twenty minutes and if I'm not back 
do the necessary and then I run back into the building. No, you can't go back in there. I was told to not let anyone else back in there. What? But that's Santa and Robert is still inside. Listen, man, I was told to, to give you the, the go ahead, for you to give me the go ahead, but I can't let you back in there. What, what other options do we have? There are no other options right now. This is serious. Two agents lost is nothing compared to what could be lost. I, I, can't, I can't willfully blow them up. Well, I'll do it. You just go. Take this guy with you. I'll keep the book and I'll do this. This is not right. Right, well, um, come on. Come on, Lewis. We can't stay around here any longer. So you guys walk a couple of blocks and you hear a huge explosion. Uh, roll me a sanity check because you know oh what just happened. God. Helplessness. Are you adapted I'm to adapted helplessness? I'm adapted to helplessness, yeah. Okay, so you just take one one sanity loss. One point, then. You don't have to roll because you're adapted. So you succeed. You, you just take one. Um, And you you cry a little, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I spent a lot of tears previously. Yeah. Spokesman declined to comment on whether or not this was a terrorist attack. Alright, so the next morning, uh, you wake up and you're watching the news, um, and you don't see any news about an explosion or a terrorist attack in New York at all. Do I get debriefed at all? Um, you can try and call Marcus. Yeah. Um, just say, yeah, Marcus, what happened? There's nothing on the news. Yeah, I'll call him up. Yeah, what's up, man? What happened, Marcus? There's nothing on the news. What happened with what? What are you talking about? With, with the with the mission uh, with Agent Santos and uh, Robert and uh, who? And and the building. The building. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, we were investigating you. Project Night Flows. Project Night, Night Flows. Hmm. Right. No, no. No. With Abigail, right? Um. Nope. Oh, uh, I hang up and I go back to where I, th I thought the building was. The building is right there, exactly as it was. That is the end of Night Floors. Um, yeah, so <laughs> thank you all for listening and uh, for enjoying the ride for Night Floors and Delta Green. Uh, this is definitely one of the tougher ones. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And if you did, definitely pick up a copy of Delta Green. And keep an eye out for, or an ear out for more episodes of playthroughs from the Great Old Ones Gaming. <laughs>